Welcome to More Than Hashtags, a practical social media podcast that provides real application, what's working, what's trending, and what's next. I'm Adam Lidecker, Director of Social Strategy at Auto Radio. And I'm Vincent Orlick, the CMO at Randish Social Media Marketing and President of Social Media Club, both here in the Valley of the Sun, beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona. Man, the weather is awesome right now. I would agree. It's pretty, uh, pretty darn fantastic. Hey, uh, welcome to the show, Vincent. Hey, thanks. Thank. Welcome. Welcome to you too. And uh, we're we're moving right along here. I've got some good, good episodes in the can, and, and, a, uh, and a bonus episode as our well. Our first great guest, Mr. Jesse LaBelle from Nintendo Story, is moving right along. Absolutely. He just released uh, another one I, last night, I think. But it was it was really cool. Um, so yeah, for, for those who don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to go back. <laughs> after back. between way episode back. two and episode three which is today and listen to our a bonus episode yeah it should be the last one that's listed here in the list um but yeah we'll we'll just jump right into it um one of the things that oh the way we like to do this is talk about some tactic tactics that we recommend and that we've used ourselves um within marketing social media marketing um, some tools that and, and fun things, um, useful things that we've discovered, and along with some news from the industry that we feel is important and could potentially affect your business or may affect it if you want it to. If you want it to, yeah. We along wanna, with the question, the question of the show is also always. We want to keep it real practical. Uh, there's people behind hashtags, hence the name more than hashtags stories and we want to make it approachable anybody can do this uh, it takes a little bit of work um so let's get into uh some tactics heard, well yeah let's get into yeah. that i do want to say thanks to everyone for all of your feedback and your support so far um we're loving it thank you so much uh, that's why we do it is to help and so a lot of people have been been tweeting and posting and commenting and saying um, things we've brought up have been very helpful. They've been using them. So that's, that's what it's all about. We have been thanking them on Twitter. Yeah. So tweet, tweet us. We will connect and thank you. Thank you for those who have subscribed. Uh, we've noticed. Thank you. Uh, we're not quite, and all that review. Yeah, we're not, we're not quite to new and note, noteworthy yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> but this is a uh, uh, props to Zenozi from uh, Zoomf who left the review. We appreciate that. Amr. Bam. Um, so first, yeah, well, first me, number one review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it was positive, which is always a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> so first off, we'll get into a couple of tactics. We each we each bring one to the show weekly. Um, I'm gonna kick it off with sort of a basic one that I've been using for a while, and we use here at Brandish for clients, and it's along the lines of syndication syndication adam it's all about syndication say it with me now syndication it used to be it used to be that really you didn't want to syndicate as much because the number one the, the channels were not available to do this on um and google would would penalize you so let's say you have a, a blog post i mean you really weren't going to syndicate it necessarily because if you posted it in other places on another website, that's bad. That's, it's, that's still bad. You still don't want to do that. This is a different way to do it where the syndication can work for you. 
Um, essentially what you would do is if you have a post, a blog post on your website. So this, this is making the assumption that you have a blog of some degree. Whenever you're, you're creating a blog post, you would take that blog post and syndicate it across a few different platforms. Um, the platforms that, that we use, and, and this does depend on the audience and the client and, and the goal, all those things, but this can be effective if you're putting it across your website and then on something like LinkedIn Publisher, um, Medium, medium.com, which if you haven't created an account there yet, I highly suggest you, you go on there and at least check it out, at least read it. Medium is a place for a lot of people write uh, there's, a, there's a lot of long form writing, but it's not just long form. Um, but there's a lot of quality content on there. And all these tools that you're going to, you're listing right now, we're going to be getting into these deeper in future shows. We are. So it's, are. it's good to start here. This is what you're going to do with all these tools, why you're going to do it. So you're just saying, I'm just saying maximizing your effort. Yeah. 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 So medium.com is, is a place where you could, you could post a blog post. Uh, where a lot of people can see it and where it's, it's discoverable, where it's uh, got uh, SEO. Um, it, it helps with your SEO and helps it get found on Google as well. It comes up and it gets indexed by Google. Um, even Google Plus, a name from the past that a lot of people are not fans of. Um, but Google Plus, a Google Plus page, is also something that gets indexed by Google. Your post on Google Plus, on your Google Plus page, gets indexed by Google, and on your Google Plus profile. So what that means is it's like another website. It's another source for this content. Another place that does not get indexed by Google, but it gets it on Facebook is this section called Facebook Notes. Um, there's a specific section, a tab that says Notes, and you'll see it on desktop, you'll see it on the left-hand side. And it's essentially just another place where you can post content. If you're familiar with Medium, you'll kind of think it looks a little familiar <laughs> to, to what Medium looks like. Um, and really to a certain extent to LinkedIn Publisher too. I'll say the LinkedIn Publisher, Medium, and Facebook Notes have a very similar um, user experience, design, layout, um, primarily that Medium had first uh, publisher took from them and then Facebook redesigned notes to look like, like medium about a year ago or so. So, so that's my, my tactic. Um, if you have any questions about that, certainly send us a tweet at hashtags pod. Um, if you're not familiar with any of those, I'm more than happy to, to discuss it. Yeah, that's a, that's a great tip because you, you put all the effort in to write this blog post. Yeah. This great piece of content that's useful and helpful. So you want to get it out there as far as you can. I, I do a tool. I do a tactic called atomizing, not atomizing, but A-T-O-M. <laughs> um, it should where, be Adam. Yeah, it should be. But essentially what I'm trying to do is taking that piece of content and creating an image, artwork, um, a video around it to putting it on Twitter and Facebook for the sole point of driving traffic back to that blog post. And now what you're doing is you're extending the reach by utilizing, like you said, it's indexing in Google. So if it can be found in all these other different ways via search, you're going a, a step further. So I like that idea because typically in the grand scheme of our day-to-day, -day, we only have so much time 
I'm creating that image and I'm creating, um, you know, posts to support the blog posts. I'm not typically thinking about what are these other things other people aren't using that could actually make you stand out or make you discovered, discoverable in the long run. Yeah. Because so. it, it might it might make sense to if you're using these different platforms. I mean, it's it's also about the audience. I mean, if someone may find you on LinkedIn, that yeah, they wouldn't have found your your blog. But that ends up. Uh, oh, one one other key to this is also is to not to abbreviate the blog post, but at the bottom, include some sort of hyperlink that says this was originally published over here on our website. Right. But don't do the half a post or the first paragraph on medium and LinkedIn publisher and then say to read the rest of this, go to our website. Just, I get, I get why people do that. Personally, I'm not a fan. I don't think people really enjoy that. Yeah. Give it, give it your, give it, give it your all. Give it your all. Yeah. Yeah. Put it all there. Someone's already interested enough to read it right that moment. A lot of times if I see that, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. Well, and also I think you need to respect the channels. Um, Yes. You know, they're there for a reason. So you, it's okay if like 50 of the people read it on Medium. Right. That's cool. They know who you are. They're going to come back and follow you. If they want more, that's why, Vincent, you said put a link at the bottom. They can go to your website and learn more. Yeah, if they want to. Uh, so that's great. What do you have, Adam? What do you have this week? Sure. My tactic, is, last time I talked about utilizing um, Twitter search. Yes. So one of the things I've always incorporated into you know, my social media management day to day is utilizing trending on trending topics on Twitter, trending topics on Facebook. Uh, some of these can be so-so. Uh, they may not be actually trending, um, but if they're on those lists, one of the tips that I have is if whatever is trending happens to relate to your product or business or service in, in a very tactful way, you can jump in on those conversations by using those hashtags. So sometimes it's easy ones are like holidays that are trending or something like that. But if your um, you know, business re- revol- revolves around news, you could, um, I'm trying to think of this more clearly. I mean, I'm obviously in the podcasting space and, and interested in recommending podcasts. So say there's um, breaking news. Well, I may have a specific podcast episode that I can recommend that answers more questions goes in depth about that trending topic and and likewise so just one thing that i I make a here's my point i always make it a point for me to check throughout the day what's trending um just like last week you had a topic about what's the holiday of the day what's that yeah check a day on check a day which they they also reached out props to you guys for being engaging on on social media check a day thanks for retweeting and recommending the show um, but yeah, it, t- it definitely ties into that. Yeah. So it's just being aware of what's happening across social channels every day. And yeah, don't, try, don't try to hijack it. Don't try to like make it fit or stuff your tweet with all these different unrelated hashtags to drive traffic to your blog. They're going to hit it for a second and leave, be authentic, integrate, become part of the conversation. But on Twitter, you can always see that on the, uh, I believe the left-hand column and say desktop. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And if not on the app, it, you click on search and, and there's going to be, or discover, and there's going to be on trend, whatever's trending today on Twitter. And the same thing, you'll notice that column on Facebook as well. Um, and Facebook's Twitter. gotten better. Facebook, Facebook is definitely more, more news and link. Yeah. Related. 
but th- they've gotten better at least where it used to be a day behind. Like it, until a, a few months back, it was literally a day behind on the trending on Facebook. It has gotten better. And, and if now you it's know, at least up to date, yeah. And if you've noticed, a lot of those recommendations, what's trending, are localized. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're a local business or a yogurt shop or, you know, you might be able to, you know, piggyback on some of that if there's a, you know, an event close, uh, you know, a fun run down the street or something like that. So it's, it's about being self-aware, essentially. A lot of opportunity for businesses because keep in mind that the trending stuff, especially with Twitter, um, a lot of the trending stuff, it's not a lot. Let me back up. Not a lot. Probably about half is, is things that you, 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 you can know that they're coming on that day. The other half is either something very tailored to you locally and, or, um, like something that's hap- that happened breaking, not necessarily breaking news, but like, like today, you know, um, Betsy DeVos yeah. speaking at, at this commencement that's trending now because of what happened there. So, um, you know, that's not necessarily breaking news, but it's something that you didn't know was going to end up trending, but now it is. So could you take advantage of that? I mean, sure. you know, if, if you're in the public school sector or education sector, could you, could you make some sort of comments? You know, do you want to make some sort of comments? Number one, um, do you want to inject yourself into that conversation and, and make people aware of, of you, your business, whatever. So that's, there's all those factors that go into it, but it's absolutely a, a tool that you could use to drive traffic to. Well, here's something that's a little bit more new, nuanced on that. Say, say you're a videographer and you made all these movies, uh, documentaries about historically black colleges mm-hmm. on this day. You have your social media all planned out, but newsflash, your hashtags are wrong. The hashtag that trended on that day was not the hashtag that you thought would trend mm-hmm. or planned. So on the fly, uh, in the end, one hashtag generally wins <laughs> or, or rises to the top. Right. You could use other, other hashtags if they're broad enough, but if there's a, a event or day specific hashtag, it would be wise of you to update um, your hashtags to that winning hashtag. Uh, if you're an organization and your CMO says, you know, create a hashtag, we need to own this hashtag, um, probably a bad tactic because <laughs> you can't own hashtags. Um, a lot of this stuff happens organically and somebody who has more following is more witty, but it's perfectly fine to adopt whatever hashtag is trending and not force your hashtag uh, in that conversation. But again, it's just being about daily being self-aware of your landscape. Um, so that you can be most effective. And to piggyback on your syndication, um, you were talking about writing a blog post. Well, the assumption is you have, a, a, at this point, you'll have a year's worth of blog posts. Many of these will be evergreen, great, useful, helpful content. And all of a sudden, this trending topic, this, this hashtag trends, and you're like, oh yeah, I had this blog post in my social media toolkit. I can pull that out and recirculate it. Um, so that, that'll give that blog post you wrote eight months ago Yep. more life because it actually is, is applicable to this whatever's trending today something you can't plan it's opportunistic so look look for those opportunities um which will help you stand out for sure now it's time for your discovery of the week and i'm excited my discovery of the week <laughs> um have you had a chance to look at it I have not. I, I like okay. to be surprised, just like the guests. I know. I know. It's it's fun. That's why I'm I'm the same way with with your stuff. Um, 
So my, my discovery of the week, it ties a little bit actually back to the whole check a day approach. Um, but not entirely. So it's, it's something that you can use. It's a tool that you can use for um, content strategy, not your entire content strategy by any means. Um, but it's a, it's a website called travel ender. <laughs> like, travel ender. Tra like travel and calendar put together. Like travel and calendar put together. Travel E N D A R.com. I am there right now. Travelandar. <laughs> Travel la Lavender. No. Calendar. Travelandar. Travel, travel event calendars, yearly event calendar. Yeah. So this is, this is a tool that you can add to your, your, uh, your toolbox. And just take a look at, this is not a daily thing to use. This is not maybe even a monthly thing to use. It's just something that lets you be aware of what's coming up. Um, so there's a couple different ways you can use it. The one that I, I was kind of focusing on was the option to, to use the travel event calendar. And in the travel event calendar, it gives you an entire list of all these huge events that are happening throughout the year. So kind of tying into the trending too, um, along with the check a day stuff, it's it's this awareness play. This you know, is like, great. There's like have, the Tour de France, the Wimbledon, the yep. African wildlife migration. <laughs> I mean, look, most of this stuff or, or about half of the stuff like, you're never going to talk about or be associated with, but something you could, you know, something like the electric daisy carnival that's coming up. Um, I, I think that's in Vegas. It's, it's uh, a weekend in June. You may not know what that is. I didn't know about it until maybe a year or two ago. This thing is humongous. The Electric Daisy Carnival is a huge concert, like a, like a music EDM, um, uh, elect, electro house music type conf conference, carnival. Um, it's huge. Thousands and thousands of people go to that. So if you are, if your audience is any of the people that typically go to that, that, um, that concert, that's a great place to say, drop a Snapchat geo filter for the weekend. Um, or make sure you know what the hashtag is for that. So you can plan around putting some content on Instagram, let's say, um, for, for that, um, writing blog posts around that event. If you have, if you have, uh, you know, something like, look at here's, here's one. Let's say you own a water bottling company, <laughs> you know, like your people, people do right. And you want to, or, or an energy drink and you're, you want to have that available. Say you're in that, that Vegas area and, and you have that type of a product, you can design a, a content marketing campaign around that weekend because guess what? A lot of people may potentially be interested in what you have uh, in terms of a, a drink like that. Sure. Uh, so, so that's, that's where you can talk about writing a blog post ahead of time that, that talks about why, uh, what are the top electrolytes or what are the top ingredients in, in these types of drinks or why do you want to stay hydrated uh, during events like this? I mean, th there's all different ways you can approach it, but knowing that th that, that exists is step one. Oh yeah, I'm going to use this tool. This is fantastic. I mean, 
day to day I'm, I'm curating content. So I could actually curate um, the top five podcasts for Tour de France. I mean, this is. Uh, yeah, because it's especially like the Tour de France, right? That's, that's a huge event, but it's internationally here in the States. Yeah. I mean, it gets covered here and there, but it's maybe on the weekend NBC shows a couple of hours of the race. Um, there's some, you know, super enthusiastic core audience, um, tour de France, bicycle enthusiasts that are going to be all over it. Um, but if you're a, if you're a bicycle shop, that's probably a pretty big event in your world for your customers. And you want to, not that you wouldn't be aware of that anyway, because if you're a bicycle shop, you probably are aware of it. Well, you're I, products, you're probably aware of it. I'm just thinking too, like there's some low hanging fruit here for, for some big mega brands that mm-hmm. probably aren't doing anything. So I'm looking here at like Bernie man. Yep. If you're like a sunscreen company and there's some big mega brands out there that probably aren't doing any content marketing or social posts around Burning Man for their sunscreen. So they should be. Oktoberfest. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, all this stuff. But if they're not like, if you're a smaller brand and you're available on their, on your website to buy and you, you start promoting this a month out as people getting, or you start, start promoting this when, when ticket sales open. Yep. For that event. I mean, you can really win and, and break out, especially at an event like that. Um, Great find, Vincent. This is another good one. I never heard of it before, so no. I and I, I now I even forgot where I saw it. You, you social media practitioner, you. <laughs> I, I forgot where I saw it. I, I, I saw it somewhere. Maybe it was just on Twitter. I don't know, but, um, but yeah. So, so check it out. It does take a little bit. I mean, I'm still not entirely familiar with with all the things that are available on it. I've been playing with it, but. Um, just even looking at the initial page with the travel events. Well, like right now I have on my day to day, I have a official and unofficial calendar uh, ongoing for like holidays, holidays, right. Unofficial events, you know, like donut day and stuff like that. Yep. So this is something that I would just add in and fill it out. I wouldn't yep. go crazy. I wouldn't select all of them, but then um, even if I put them on my calendar, it doesn't mean I have to create content around that, but it's not, right. it's, it's available then. So. And there's even sometimes not, I don't know about this one, but sometimes there's even um, Google calendars that you That's can true. add. Yeah. Cause I have a, I have a couple of those that um, you can add to just your, your, the, your normal Google calendar and then click on it when you want to see it's color coded and stuff and you can see when things are happening, but it doesn't, you'd have to set it to send you alerts. Well, you better save that for next week. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my discovery of my discovery of the week. Um, it's actually a tool you and I have both used for a long time. Um, but they've come out f- with a public API that you can integrate this into your product. And my discovery is kind of a two for one. It's actually, so I'll just get into it. It's a website called unsplash. It's, um, really fantastic free photography, uh, over 190,000 high, high quality photos. Uh, there's new ones every day. So this is really perfect for, you're writing a blog post, you don't know what to put in that for the cover, or you don't have, you know, you can't afford to buy photos. They're available for free. Um, so we use this all the time, but on, on Product Hunt, they recently released an API that you can, you can integrate that. So, so you, it'd be interesting to see how people integrate it. But in any case, since we're all talking about content marketing and, and uh, 
syndication and all that, if you're looking for photos, unsplash.com. And the second to go with that is a tool that uh, Vincent and I both use called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. And this is essentially, it's a free photo editor. Why this is so great is they have templates in there already preset for the size, perfect size for Facebook, for Twitter. So if you want to take one of those unsplash photos um, and then upload that to Canva and then add some cool text to support, support your blog post or support, you know, put a quote in there. Now Canva also does provide free photos and they also sell some photos, but I'm sure Canva knows people upload photos because they give that option they allow it yeah they yeah. allow it so. yeah so this but just be careful like that's the thing with this is they the rights you don't have to worry about that you can do whatever you want to with them They're right um, splash yeah with unsplash which well and canva if they're in canva and they're free you can use those too i mean the rights the rights are all you don't have to worry about like going if you went on google search for images and worry about copyright right for sure so either if you just want like a header image, um, excellent place to go. Uh, uh, com on Unsplash. Uh, you'll have that in the show notes and Canva to produce images for social. Go do it. <laughs> <laughs> they even have, you know, I just, I was kind of messing around in here and they have some different, uh, like the API you were talking about, they they showed some examples of of some of the the companies that are using it but then they also have this unsplash instant mm -hmm. for chrome that you can oh, some plugins yeah yeah, yeah put it into your ex extension in, in chrome and when you open a new chrome tab it has a new photo there as your, your i gotcha wall. well that's nice some really easy you know fun basic but i mean their photos aren't their stereotypical stock no. photos they're great they're nice and it and I think their, their thing is it's, it's by a, um, a lot of creators. So they're giving some free photos. And then you, if you really love that creator, you can go buy the paid version of their other photos they've taken. Um, but I, I use it all the time because they have a great keyword search. Yeah. So if you're well, looking. And, and there's the social component too. You can follow people. Yeah. So yeah. if you like this one particular person, photographer, you can follow them and, or follow a category um of certain things so if you if there's kind of one theme that you tend to stick to you can follow that category that tends to give you the best images for that it's really cool like i i apparently unsplash has been around for a little while yeah when i posted about it like i i had never heard of it um but people were like yeah we i love using it and all, like it came really highly regarded whenever i when yep. i posted it people were commenting like crazy like oh yeah i've had unsplash for a while and but for those of you like me that have never heard of it before this week, um, go check it out. It's, I was blown away, to be honest, with the pictures. I mean, this one, did, we didn't mention um, um, Pexels, right? So actually with Pexels, if you go look at the source, a lot of them come from Unsplash. Gotcha. And, and vice versa. Funny. Um, a lot of them are like just pulling from the same source or like sharing from Unsplash to to pexels and these are all like a lot of these free stock photography sites or image sites we found actually on product hunt i found on splash yeah uh, at least a year two years ago on on product hunt um, and then and then i found it on this week on product hunt because of the the api yeah that they just released for anyone to use so yeah I, it's great I'm, I'm a fan immediately cool. 
Hey, uh, let's get into some some industry news, something that we heard about that uh, maybe not a lot of people are talking about. Kind of, We could discuss maybe some of the implications. Yeah, what do we want to talk about this week, Adam? How about the new Amazon Echo Show? What the, is this device? The show? The What? I thought they already had an Echo and a Dot and a... Now, every time I say, like, if I said the word Alexa, <laughs> my Alexa will go off in the other room. <laughs> uh, they do have a lot of devices. They have, um, you know, an, a tall Echo, but you know with a speaker. They have the Dot, which is a small one for your room. One that's portable, or apparently one that has a camera that can tell you if you look good. Um, and they just released um, kind of like an iPad version for your for your kitchen <laughs> or for your living room. Um, and and we both we both scratched our head and said, why why would we need this? And then I went on, and we were actually going back and forth. Right, we were saying, yep. you, you were saying boomers, and I was saying parents, uh, babies, you know. And then then we watched their promo video which prominently featured boomers and babies. <laughs> the guy, the, the parents calling the mom because it's their first, it's their first kids. They have the babies and the mom, yeah. they call the mom for some, the mom wants to, the elderly mom wants to see the kids or help. And then they're using it as a baby monitor. They're using it um, as a baby pacifier, essentially. For to, the watch, to watch YouTube kids. videos. Yep. Um, they launched a well anyway Recipes, yeah, all yeah link, link up the video in the show notes we didn't get it at first but when they did an excellent job in the video showing use cases and who will buy this thing also amazon echoes are sold out so this is another way to get an echo for a little bit more money but they also launched um a calling feature which is free on all echoes where you can call i believe it's just echo to echo but you can i, I want to say that the app is involved that'd be that's a big play for them if that's the truth. And it probably is. Yeah. Like if anyone that, hold on, I'm going to look it up right. Good. I mean, the Amazon show has a screen and a camera. So one of the things in the video is like drop in on grandma and you can accept or deny. And then you can see grandma. Um, yep. So it's a, it should do quite well. One of the reasons we're bringing it up is we want to be practical. You know, is one more device if successful that will compete for your attention, for your customer's attention in their home. So I'm always asking the question, how can businesses support this new channel? How can we, you know, if you're a podcaster, your podcast is now going to be available. If you're selling a product on Amazon, you're going to want to make sure that your, your images and your videos are optimized for, for display on that device and quick reordering. Because this could really... If you have a competition, this could really impact your sales. If you're a first mover, get those great reviews and also um, prominence in this device. Uh, what were some of your other ideas for practical? Um, well, I, I mean, some of the things that, that we, we were thinking was, um, you know, if you're, if you're, let's say, a restaurant and you, you feel comfortable enough which if I was an owner, I don't know, I don't know why I wouldn't. If I, if I own a restaurant or a, a sports bar or something, like have it in there where um, people could drop in on your restaurant. They could drop in on the restaurant and see, is this a good time to go? You know, like if it's crap, look, I think that's mutually beneficial. Some people might disagree with that. I've never owned a restaurant, so maybe I'm not as privy. You are very much into the restaurant scene more than I am at least. 
um, you have experience working in, a, in, in the kitchen. I, I would like to know like if there was a line or if, but, but I see this like, that's what I mean. Like if, it's, if the place is super crowded and I'm, I'm thinking, oh, you know, I want to drop in there. But I got my family, my baby and my wife and my kids. And like, do I want to, it's right there. But do we want to stop in there because we're going to get the kid out of the car seat? Right. Like all this, you know what I mean? Like it's just convenience. Is that something that, that would be an option? I, sure. I think it could be. Well, as a creator, uh, or as a restaurant or as a business owner, I wouldn't get too concerned about spending all these dollars right. uh, creating a skill. I would, I would think that would come into play if someone like a open table or a Yelp would launch an Alexa skill. Or Resi. Or Resi. Will it a Gary Vaynerchuk plug? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's the restaurant apps, those are the three that come to my Well, It makes sense that like they would put the developer hours in if it makes sense in a channel like this. Now I'm not saying this device specifically. I'm thinking as a business owner, as a content creator, vying for people, people's attention, trying to get breakthrough, we need to be thinking ahead. So I know that a lot of people are asking, um, you know, for business development reasons, what's your, what's your rationale? Why should we go in this channel? And I'm just saying, I'm this forward thinking. I'm looking toward the future, mm-hmm. seeing where audio is going, you know, voice commands, seeing how video is playing in, into this. And asking the question to be thinking on the horizon, all right, we're going to need to serve our content. We're going to need to reach our customers in these new channels. So we don't have all the answers for it, for it this right. show, but it's showing the progression. It, releasing, I mean, they released the Fire Phone and it flopped, um, but the Echo did great. But when was that? When was that? It was too early. <laughs> when? Like exactly when was it? How many years ago? Oh, years ago. Like, yeah. what, four or five years ago? It's, it's just like the same thing with, with say, Google Glass and Spectacles. Yeah, right? it wasn't like it was, it was wrong the thinking. Matters. Yeah, the timing matters. It's like somebody was a first mover, and they got people to adopt it. Yep. When they adopted it, they, they formed a habit. And once you form a habit, it's very hard to break. You know, if you are in the habit of ordering Uber Eats or taking rideshare, very hard to break that habit, especially if the entries to barrier are gone. So... If Amazon solves this problem and now you have a direct route into the home uh, as like a, a platform or a hub, you, you can take advantage of that platform. Either you can, if you're large enough uh, or have the funds or it makes sense for you to do that, um, you can create your own skill and, be, and dominate that channel. Or you can, if you're in, a, in an app like Yelp and, or Resi or any of those, if they're forward thinking enough to say, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to provide a way to get ratings, to get a table. Oh, and look in the restaurant, by the way, as well. Um, I mean, it all ties in. We went to an event, Adam, you and I, recently for the Cox uh, Communications Connected Home. Smart Home, yep. Right, the Smart Home. And I don't even know how many things were, devices were in the, in the whole, it was, it was an apartment. I mean, it, felt, it felt like 60. <laughs> right, I mean, in every room there were, now granted, it was a display. It was a demonstration. So they had everything in there. Um, they had a 3D printer, <laughs> you know, like that ran off, off connected everything and Wi-Fi and um, crazy powerful Wi-Fi. Um, they had the violin teacher that, you know, looking back on it, this is something that that person would probably use. Right. The show. I mean, that's, that's if I'm if I'm a a, mu- a musical teacher, 
um, a, uh, an instrument and I can take this and essentially they're looking at me, I'm, I'm seeing them, we're talking and they can, they can see what I'm doing. It's the same thing as a lesson in person, just about, which is what he was doing. He was doing on video. Sure. To begin with. Yeah. It's about accessibility. And if it's the same type of thing, it's, it's, um, I mean, for Amazon, it's about, it's about selling goods. Yes. But then because of like Amazon prime and everything else, they bundle all these extra things in for free uh, to make the value so worth it. So it's like, yes, it's about them accessibility to sell goods. Well, the data and the data too, because it, they'll be able to tell you, okay, last year in this zip code, this number of people or th this many times. I'm going to say had, had, had allergies. <laughs> had allergies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, was 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 requesting this this type of allergy medication or allergy medication as a whole. I mean, it's in reality now that we're talking about this. If you think Facebook ad targeting is powerful, can you imagine if you're able to just in without being on a platform like Facebook, if you're able to target as a business advertising and serve the needs of people when you know exactly like they live in this place. This is what, this, how many times they, they bought milk uh, last year. Sure. You know, I mean, not, not that that's coming anytime soon. That part, I don't think well, is. also but the buttons are, are tied into that too. I'll chime in because some people could freak out about this, but if <laughs> capturing data, people don't mind giving up data if it matches the experience they expect, mm -hmm. you know, if the company, um, you know, people get scared about this all the time. But the thing is, as long as, I mean, you open an app and it asks you for permissions. If you grant permissions for location or this or that, as long as the experience matches what you, the expectation, people are fine. So to deliver on that, you know, the fact is that they could serve a whole ton of allergy related content um, to help people. Right. Um, so I think that's good. So they, they, they're okay with it as long as it's not Facebook Messenger because Every time, every time Facebook Messenger, Facebook makes an update to Messenger, there's a whole freak out among Facebook users, a certain segment that, sure. that Facebook is going to now control their phone and call people when, you know, all this stuff. Facebook does have access. I mean, look, we've talked about this before where- You're freaking people out, Vincent. Dude, you'll see, well, people know this. People know this. Especially people that listen to this show. Um, people- when you right now my phone is in sleep mode or whatever it's on but facebook we know at this point there's data that's going into into facebook into the platform based on really what what i'm saying because there's numerous accounts of people talking about something I'm putting not visiting the website i'm putting my tinfoil hat on right now <laughs> and having it appear and Facebook's factoring that into the advertising targeting. It's look, it's, it's happening. They, so as long as they meet it. the demand and don't follow you around the internet with ads. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it says it in the terms of service. I mean, they, people sign, sign and agree to it. Just like iTunes, just like this, that South Park episode. Where, <laughs> if you ever saw it, that's my favorite one ever. The human sent iPad. We won't get into the details, but we won't that your, 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 the terms of service are lengthy and, you know, no, and no one reads them. <laughs> no one reads them, but everyone agrees to them, which is amazing. Um, 
but it's necessary. You know, if you want to use your, your phone, your, yeah. your iPhone, your, your, whatever phone you have, you have to agree to an update that has terms of service. Well, I know, I know the, the, the last segment of the show is question of the day, but I, would, I do want to hear from you guys. What do you think about the Echo Show? Go watch the two-minute promo movie for it. Um, and, and or just share like, your thoughts around this future of these devices in our home, voice assistant, uh, instantaneous. Um, like, how is it going to change your content marketing? How is it going to change your... Your your social media marketing. Well, real quick, Adam, the 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 Echo that's in your your house or the whatever Alexa stuff you have in your house. What what would you say are the top couple one or two things that you say to it or ask it on a regular basis or that that are sure. asked of it in the household? So I, I think I think I underutilize it. Me too. So <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. They they send an email every day of what's new in Alexa. That's brilliant, whoever's behind that, because it's only two or three things. So day to day, I, I say hello every morning, because she tells you what the day of the, what's, what. Oh. Yeah, say hello. I did not know that. You could say hello any time of the day, but say hello and says, oh, good morning, today is, and it tells you the date that, you know, that whatever day it is today, so interesting, fun fact. Um, or she'll tell you, today is like, uh, lim- limerick day ask me to tell you a limerick something like that uh, with the weather i do the weather often uh, if i'm gonna get, head out early and get on a flight i'll check the weather i don't have to bring out my phone i can just say it i can say what's the weather today or what's the weather this week and be i specific. did that last night for the yeah. weather today yep so i either to do today or this week which she'll rattle off the whole week and then music i, I use the other one with two small kids under five um we use the uh, right now I'm syncing it with Spotify. Uh, Amazon music is a little bit more flawless because you can just say play again and it will. Um, it doesn't have that capability with Spotify, which my daughter's, my daughter actually watched the movie, the, the promo sh- video for Echo Show. Mm-hmm. She immediately ran into her room and said, Alexa, turn on the lights. And she's like, daddy, it's not doing it. Well, <laughs> she doesn't understand you have to buy all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it's also fascinating in, in a world where we're both dads with small children um, how our kids are going to start interacting with this. Um, but I find my daughter going in there and asking like, like we would have cracked the encyclopedia back in the day. I find her going in and asking like, um, what's the largest mammal? How far away is the moon? Like and expecting Alexa to answer. And she does, but, um, it's interesting that these, these quick Google lookups that we used to do with these calculations are, um, the amount of, knowledge that is at our our voice command now is incredible which google has as well but doesn't have they i mean they have the google home right but it's it's just different i think the i don't know how many people with the stats on who who owns that versus the amazon products but i would say like two to three years or two years or one year or six years or i mean six months even it's going to get pretty crazy um yeah so we'll be we'll be here with a real application what's next and what's trending and the, you know what, last point I have on that is, I remember as a kid watching cartoons and they would show in like the middle of the Tom and Jerry cartoons or some other ones, they would have these like one-off little cartoons of like the future, right? And they, there was one I remember, at least one, there was probably more, like the home of the future. And these, like the cartoons were made in like the 50s and 60s. They yeah. were showing them in the 80s, right? Um, dating myself. But um, 
the home of the future and it would show like you just do this and this and it makes your pancakes and 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 even take that and pair it with like star trek yeah they would say you know uh computer do this and that computer make me this and it makes the food we're not at that point yet it's getting there um but all this stuff where when you really think about it we are we're like halfway almost half probably halfway of like we're doing voice commands in our house you didn't have to buy a new house right to do this it's the devices are coming in if you want them and you can hook up your house like this so so the the back in the past like gene roddenberry's thought of as a visionary because the way he thought of star trek he was on point with a lot of stuff um which is funny and great um but that all this stuff is here right here i mean we're in we're in that that future really with with a lot of it look the holodeck on star trek right i mean we have virtual reality yeah so so really the next phase of this is invisible tech so when you can walk up to uh, an autonomous car and walk in it's personalized you can walk it i mean i'm not talking about mental implants even though elon but like the near field uh type stuff where yeah it it recognizes you pretty soon much of the stuff will be like I, i just called and ordered uh you know chinese for lunch and they have me on their speed dial. They know what I ordered last time. Uh, they know what I ordered the last 10 times. They could predict what I'm going to order next, but they don't, but they could. Uh, that's not invisible technology, no. um, but that is, is very in a, in, in a, in a system. Well, now, um, you know, you can open up an app like Uber Eats and you can order, you click on the restaurant you always order and it could say, do you want to order this again? And, and that saves you time and mental capacity or it could say, Hey, I, this is actually, I would actually appreciate this better. Hey, I saw you ordered this the last three times. This is a very similar dish. Would you like to try this one? Which is human creatures of habit. I would love that. I mean, there's a reason I order iced coffee every single time. Yep. <laughs> well, and we, we, we expect that level of like convenience at this point with, you know, it, 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 that's like basically like a, like a Chinese place that's, that's close by Chinese food place. That's, that's close by. They, yeah, mine's the same way. The one we go to all the time, they know they put in our phone number and they know, oh, you want that at the same time? The same thing you got last time? Okay, boom, you're good. Like, if they don't do that, if a, if a business doesn't do that right now, right. It's, it's, it's a pain point, which, cause, so we're moved up to that level. We're, we're moved up to that level. Yeah. I just went through this with um, my, my cell service. I, I went through like four different reps through um, phone and on social. And I was like, you know, guys, do, do you keep notes from each person? That I was just going to say that. How do we, right? how do we extend that to social service? I was just going to say that. Well, they, they, had the, they had the social, the Twitter. They had the social notes. They had them, but they didn't have it with the phone notes. So it's like, two, it's still two different departments yeah. that didn't talk to each other necessarily. So hmm. that's, that's a whole other thing, but I just, I just wanted to, to throw that in there. So well, let, let's get into the question of the day, my friend. Let's do it. This, I think this week's mine. Um, so my, this, is a, this is something you guys tweeted us at hashtags pod or um, hashtag more than hashtags. Question, <laughs> I know it's funny. <laughs> question of the show. What is your favorite social media tool? Um, 
this is fun because we get to discover new ones or we get to, you know, consensus, a consensus of what's working. Um, or like I said, just discover new ones. Um, one of mine I'm going to go with this week is one I use all the time. I've been using it since like probably 2010 or 2011. It's only gotten better. This is truly a team that listens and cares. You can tweet or email them any time of the night and they'll get back to you in minutes. Um, test that out. <laughs> uh, it's called Buffer, uh, B-U-F-F-E-R. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard of it, um, but there's some new features, you, always new features you may not know about. So Buffer originally started to like help you schedule Twitter posts, and then now you can schedule across Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can even do Instagram. You pull in. Yeah, all of those. So and they're always, like, the one thing about Buffer is they're listening, they're using the, their own tools. Yes. So they're, and they have a podcast. And they have a podcast we listen to every week. Uh, they do great Instagram stories. So they're a social media company. They're using and learning. They're actively in social media content. Like they, probably one of the best use cases I can think of. Uh, uh, I may or may not have apl applied to work there three or four times. <laughs> there was a story. There was a, there was a blog post about this person who applied like three times and the fourth time they got hired. I'm thinking, all right. <laughs> but in any case, uh, great team, great team, which is always, it's always great to support the people behind the tool. Well, we're, yes. they have a free account. They have a $10 account. Um, and, and, and on up. So highly recommend that. Uh, Vincent, what about you? I know it's going to be Buffer, but you have another one? Um, well, let me say this about Buffer. I, I also use Buffer heavily daily for myself and for clients. Um, the Instagram, at first I was not a fan. I, actually, Hootsuite came out with it first, I think, which is another scheduling tool. And Buffer came out with their version. And because I was on Buffer, I, I did start using it. I was like, eh. But then after a while, it really grew on me because I'll tell you why. The way it integrates with the, the new, with iPhones, with the new iOS, with the, the, um, the touch censoring, where if I hold down on the notification that comes up, it brings up the schedule post. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it, I don't have to like dive in, go in the app and all that. Like it, See, it I didn't even know up. about that. That'd yeah. If you hold it down, it pulls it up and you can do it right from there. And what, what Vincent's talking about is it's not an automated post to Twitter. Basically, you schedule your Instagram, you put your description yeah. in, and it notifies you with a push notification. Yeah. It's time to post. Um, so it's the closest that anyone really can have right now, as far as I know, because Instagram is very, is very tight, very close-knit with their, their API, the ability to um, tie in your platform with their platform, basically. Um, they're not fans of automation yeah so it's not automation but it's scheduling and i love that fact because i can truly the evergreen content the no the end of the content i know i can schedule yep. i can schedule and it saves us a ton of time because writing an instagram uh copy for a post it on the fly it takes up a, a lot of time so if you can just like if you could just block some time out during the week and write all that copy uh for the next couple posts you're not cheating. It's, it's definitely, you're working smarter and right. Well, and then that free, like we always say, that frees you up to do more real time for sure engagement and, and real time activity. And then, you know, like, okay, for the brand, for the, whoever, if you're managing accounts for someone, you know, okay, you're good with those posts, but then if something happens, you, you know, okay, well now I can go in and do that. I don't have to worry about 
the time or um, the optimal times, things like that. So I, I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Buffer. And um, I, I'd be remiss if we didn't say that the name of their podcast is The Science of Social Media. Um, Link it up. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, <laughs> definitely fans. And I would also be remiss if I didn't mention that. I, I think I can say this because they, they're pretty much confirmed um, for Social Media Day here in Phoenix. Oh, yes. They'll, they're one of the awesome contributors that are going to be live streaming a little something something off of the social media club phoenix facebook page oh that's on, fantastic yeah on june 30th i reached they're really cool they, they've always responded back whenever i've i've messaged them too about anything um well i love their daily instagram stories so without a doubt it, this is going to be we'll do some promo ahead of time because this, this one's going to be good yeah yeah, definitely. So, uh, I mean, that's, I was, not, that's not why we mentioned it. I didn't even know. No, I no, no. I, I know, know you they were confirmed. That. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, that was, that's, that's pretty recent. So, so that's cool. They're going to do that. Um, I, they're, I use Buffer every day. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know as far as another tool. I mean, I, I could, I could put another tool out there. We could leave um, it at Buffer if you want to for this week. Well, uh, let me, uh, I'll, I'll say another one. I don't know how many people, cause this is another one that I use daily is Facebook business manager. That's true. Business manager is, it, it's not necessarily for everybody, but if, if you can get on there, if you have some time to learn it, it's worth it because there's some, there's definitely some insights that you can, you can gain about your, about audiences on Facebook in general that don't even pertain to your page necessarily, but that can help you with your Facebook marketing. That's a great one. Hey, let me put a footnote on this show. Close it out. It's actually literally going to be a footnote. <laughs> uh, we give a lot of tips and tricks. We get a lot, give, talk about a lot of different social media channels. And I'm just going to say like, it's good to know about all these and try them all out. But in the end, what your, your audience is different than our audience. So you always want to be in the channels that make sense. And you also don't want to waste your time in channels that don't make sense. So as a social media practitioner, Vincent and I want to be on all channels at all times to reach all people. Um, but in my day to day, I have to be realistic. If right. I'm getting, I'm getting paid and I'm spending time in channels that aren't working right now, I can go revisit them. Um, I may spend a lot more time on Twitter. I may spend a lot more time, um, developing real connections, um, versus, you know, being on the next hot breaking trend. Right. I may be on that personally. So right. that I, I know the human experience and I can get that experience and know you're that. You're testing it out. You're checking it yeah. out. So we definitely encourage that. But I don't, want to, I don't want people to walk away feeling overwhelmed, be like, I can't do everything. You know what? Just take one of these practical tips away this week. Try that. And then tweet us. How did it, how did it go? How did it do? It didn't work. It did work. Um, we just want to be encouraging. Like, not every channel is going to work for you. I mean, that one, the one saying is if you can write blog, if you can uh, – do video, do live video. If you're better in audio, do a podcast. So just learn your audience and learn what you're good at. Once you nail that, you'll get confidence. Once you have the confidence, you can expand into other channels. Uh, make, does that make sense, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I think it is. Hey, hey, that's episode three. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. As <laughs> always, hashtags pod and on all the socials uh, at Adam Lidecker. On Twitter, at Vincent Orlick, just our names. Yeah, tweet. As we're getting started, this is episode three. 
we we would love um, a su- subscription on, on Apple Podcasts, a review, anything you want to do to help spread the word. We're here to help you. Absolutely. All right. See you guys next week. Later. Later.